big episode of the Nordies podcast. The Gophers and Wild are proving why we're the state of hockey. The Vikings have a lot of quarterback smoke. College basketball is dead, and the Wolves get a massive win. Here we go. Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? So great. How are you? You know what? I am doing wonderful. You look healthy. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to be here. We have lots to talk about. Sports entering an amazing time. Yeah, it's coming to that magical window. It's We're a like, great. We get goal. everything but the NFL, and that's like heating up with offseason stuff. Yeah, so. but we get the NFL draft, so it just perfect. I love it. Everything goes well together at this time of year with sports. We got lots to talk about before we dive into it. We need everyone to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Yeah, send us a DM. Let's make friends. You know, we say, hey, you're listening to your best friends, right? Yeah. We've made actual friends through the pod. Yeah, we have. It's bunch. great. That could be you guys. Shoot I, me a DM. Let's chat. I like the people who, um, you know, give me crap for my takes. There's a few. There are a few. Yeah. yeah, I like that. We drop the pods, and then we just wait for the DMs to flow in the next morning. People are like, anytime I talk about baseball, I just it's a hot face button. hell. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of people coming at me every single time that I say anything about baseball. So, but then it's like, you should talk about more baseball. But then they want more baseball content. <laughs> like, and you're I'm not like, gonna like it. I'm like, I'm kind of scared to bring up baseball <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right, Jim, what are we drinking tonight? All right, so have we had back channel? On, on the pod. It's, no. So they have a really good reputation. They're out of one of these kind of boozy lake cities in, in South, like Edina or something like that. And this is really good. This is one of their New England IPAs. It's called Unbridled. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a thick boy. Mm-hmm. It's tasty, though. I like it. I think it's really well done. Yeah, I think it's good. It's like up there with like a black stack. You know, it's yeah. true to style. So nothing crazy, but really, really good. I think it's good. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to yeah. dive right in. To the topic you guys all know we're going to start with, and that's that the Gophers are the best in the country at track and field. Didn't Oh, did not see that coming. But that's true. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. So if we're talking about getting on the bandwagon for like just trying to find a nugget of success amongst the U of M teams, obviously, hockey's going well. We may even get to that. Um, but yeah, track and field, dude. It's like us, then USC, and then down the line. But yeah, we are number one ranked, and we have four of the best like top men's athletes in track so like um like we have the best shot putter in the country you know it's cool like i'm never gonna pay attention to this stuff but it does make me feel good that we're winning at something that feels good it feels we, good. we don't have enough of those um okay well what about this mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. go for hockey also yeah. the best in the country I- i'm ready to watch some Go for hockey. Wow. What a good weekend. Uh, they started out really slow in the tournament. Mm-hmm. First game, they played Canisius, uh, the 41st ranked team in the country. And we were losing 2-1 to one in the second period. <laughs> Getting I a little nervous? I was so upset. Yeah. I was like, not again. And how did it finish? Oh, we scored eight straight and won 9-1. to one. <laughs> Or 9-2. 9-2. to, nine to two. Yeah. The Big Ten completely dominated in the same round. Um, Penn State won eight to nothing. Yeah, I saw Ohio a lot State, of very heavy-handed, uh, yeah, lopsided scores for the Big Ten. No, yeah. no other ones, but okay. Big Ten. Ohio State won 
uh, eight to one, Penn State eight nothing, Gophers nine two, and Michigan eleven to one. Yeah, and so it just feels like there's all the have of those, and have nots. It seems like in hockey. Yeah, but remember all of the people who for years were like, "Oh, it's going to be the biggest mistake the Gophers ever make losing leaving the WCHA mm-hmm. for the Big Ten. And it's like, mm, nah, it's worked out perfectly for them. <laughs> yeah. They're now the premier team in the country, in the premier conference in the country. And it's great because teams like Minnesota State and Duluth and St. Cloud, you know, all are still really competitive nationally. Yep. Um, it hasn't harmed them, but it... But do we not get to play them as much during the we regular... We play them way less. Yeah, so I think that's one thing that people did complain about. But People are frustrated with that, and I wish we did... It would be better if we played them more often. We would be better because... We're all awesome top teams, so yeah, play the best. I, I mean, I think we play them each once a year right now, and I think it should stay that way. I think it, they're really fun series. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like if we continued to do that. Uh, but, hey, we get a great matchup here in the Final Four. Uh, we get to play against Boston University. Fuck them, So this is perfect. This is such a great Silver rivalry. Spoon. It's Boston versus Minnesota. Love like, that. This is such a, a great classic rivalry in college hockey. Uh Two of the premier programs in the country, two of the great programs of all time. I believe they're tied for second in Frozen Four appearances. Okay. Um, and then Michigan, who's first, is also in the Final Four, or the Frozen Four. And they're playing Penn? They're playing Quinnipiac. Oh. Are they good? Uh, so Quinnipiac is the two seed overall, okay. and Mich- Michigan the three. Oh, all right. So it should be a good matchup. So that's good. I think that this whole thing is setting up for another Michigan-Minnesota game Oof. between the two best teams in the country with the best talents in the country and i don't know the whole thing's wrapping up this coming weekend right no there's a weekend in between why because hockey so it's another two weeks yeah it's two weeks yeah okay so they play one more game they play final four frozen four yep against boston okay no not this weekend when is it? Both of them are the weekend after. Oh, like the I sixth see or something what like you April mean. 6th. Okay. All right. All right. So it's probably like Friday, Sunday. Don't let me forget about it by then. I won't. It's going right. to be huge. It was great. <laughs> the games were really fun. So we beat the crap out of uh, Canisius, and then we played a big game that people were nervous about against Motsko's old team, St. Cloud State. Mm-hmm. And what a professional performance. They win 4-1. to one. They're just their talent is just too good for everybody else. Like Cooley is so. literally incredible, and I'm hearing rumors that um, Snuggerud is back next year. Yeah, and that Cooley is maybe back next year, even though he's the number one prospect in hockey. There's just a chance that Arizona will let him cook one more year for for the Gophers. That'd be that'd be so crazy. Like the greatest player so we can the, do this again next. Yeah, year. so the best player in the country, and then they're bringing in a bunch of guys too. So I'm I mean, really gonna like. I'm going to watch the rest of this tournament, mm-hmm. and I'm going to now expect to be able to do this every year. We Is that reasonable? Yes. At least be messing around with Frozen Force. Every shit. year. Yeah, okay. That's what I want. That's how I'll get into hockey. I think they used to be like that, and I think that the fact that we got away from that for almost 20 years is alarming it's <laughs> yeah. super alarming. like how did we let that happen how did you let it go i mean it's just like if you had alabama football or georgia football and you just like john moran two it. decades off yeah you just like <laughs> fucked it all up for yourself for no reason right. like i don't i don't understand and so i think a big piece of it is like we talked about this before but the old coaches would always want it to be only minnesota players right and i think that that is I don't really know why it's like a brag, you know, it's like you're making things harder for yourself for a brag that no one cares about. Yeah. It just is. You're still going to get 
ideally you're still getting top Minnesota talent anyways. I mean, they're bringing in the top kids from Minnesota that are going to play in college hockey almost every year at this point. Yeah. Very few times they are should. we missing out on anyone. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I'm excited. Do you predict that we, so you predict that we win and we go to the finals? Yeah. I think Michigan and the Gophers are both going to handle business pretty easily. Okay. And then we'll duke it out in like a five to four game in the championship. No predictor on that one. That's just a 50-50. I mean, I know how sports go for me as a fan. So I guess <laughs> I would just say that. Michigan is just going to like really hurt my feelings that day. It's okay. probably my best guess. But Let's hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep it with hockey because we are the state of hockey. And I feel like too often we leave hockey for late in episodes. Mm, so true. Uh, uh, the Minnesota Wild. They are absolutely cooking with gas at this point. They're cooking, dude. Uh, I guess since early February they had they're the best by far mm-hmm. in the the NHL um lowest you know most saves and like best uh, goals be- against yes yeah. exactly yeah so defense is just on fire and we, all we do is win we have the most points in that time too like 32 points in that time yes yeah, so I think we're 14 one and four that's in awesome that time that's insane which is really something yeah I mean, that's incredible so yeah this team went from like oh yeah maybe we'll make playoffs kind of cute like oh a lot of potential here yeah, you know, it, me and everyone else that, you know, was sell, saying... You sell, sell, sell. Yeah, it was like, you know what? Like, this isn't our year. We're playing for two years from now. So nope. let's just make sure we don't mess anything up for that. And it's like, now we're playing for the number one seed in the West. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we're number one in our, our division right now. Um, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, I can't believe how good of a job Bill Guerin's doing. They've been doing most of this without Kaprizov. Which is crazy. Which is also crazy because he's by far our best player. And he should be back, though, within about a week or something. Yeah, he's right around the corner from coming back. So it's like if we could just take care of a little more business. We could make a real push. If we can avoid Dallas and Colorado. Yeah. In round one. Just those teams that knock us out every year so they'll feel confident or what? Because of how stupid the playoffs are set up in hockey. I remember how bad this is every year. You only play your division. Yeah. and So So the two best teams could play right away no so i think it's one versus four and two versus three okay and i think it's actually the two wild cards so maybe if you're the one seed you might not play your division mm-hmm. um but it's automatically two versus three and so right. right now we're one i think dallas is two and colorado is three and it's just like if you're in that two three matchup against either colorado or dallas that's really tough if you're in the the one spot playing against you know winnipeg bring it okay. on. okay yeah we'll, we'll see you guys in round two well slow down there uh no that's exciting dude that's that's awesome it is and i think like they have just made a team of kind of a a deep starless team without kaprizov yeah uh they make they're like a they're like you know star makers at this point i mean gustafson was a nothing backup goalie that we brought in in a trade giving up cam talbot Everyone thought it was a downgrade. Mm-hmm. He's like a top five goalie in hockey. Jeez. He's been awesome all year. Um, you know, you had a horrible stretch from Matt Boldy, and then Boldy goes on an absolute tear, and now he can't stop scoring. I think it's fun. I'm really excited about this team. Um, they probably, behind Gopher Hockey, deserve to be like the number one thing to turn on for, for Minnesota sports right now. Yeah, I get it. They're way more consistent. You know, and as much as I love the the Wolves, they're still a 500 team. Yeah, yeah. No, the Wolves, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so let's go to the NFL now. Okay. So some fun smoke. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. There's a lot of quarterback smoke. 
for the Vikings. Which is the most exciting smoke which is the you most, can get. It's, it's kind of scary, but it's so exciting. <laughs> so there's a lot of smoke here. So um, the betting odds have now made the Vikings the second most likely team to end up with Lamar. And the Ravens are just not on that list. They're really. third. They're third. Okay. They're so, behind us. Yeah, so it's more likely that Lamar will come be the quarterback of the Vikings than to continue and ever play a game for the Ravens again, which is crazy. Yeah. So they think that Tennessee's first at plus 400, so about a 20% Who do they chance. have? Fucking Tannehill they have Tannehill. Or yeah. Um, then the Vikings second at plus 450. They give us an 18.2% chance. That's high. Then the Ravens keeping him. New England, Indianapolis, Atlanta, Detroit, and the field. So they have the field. They have every team outside of those eight with the same odds as the Vikings. Damn. So they think the Vikings so are they think something's very going on. much in this. And what is it? Is it like, if you can explain this quickly, that'd be good. Because maybe some people that are listening do know. But yeah. So it's the deal is you have to give up two first picks. Two first round picks. Yeah, unless you made a deal with the... Ravens like if the Ravens were like we'll take a first round pick a fourth round pick and Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. you could do that yeah 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 but in reality the most likely scenario is you give up two firsts Mm -hmm. you give him a big contract they decide not to match right they get those two firsts because they didn't match okay and then you would trade Cousins for either a package of picks or Maybe a first round pick. I know te- people like always roll their eyes if I say something like that, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do think he's probably worth a first or like two seconds or something like that. Like something pretty good. Yeah. Um, he's good. He might be better than Jackson. We don't know. Really. I mean, I think that Jackson, it's a bit of a gamble. Dude, Kirk is a sturdy motherfucker. That's for that's, sure. That's the big thing. Kirk, the best thing about Kirk is his health and his reliability. Yeah. Jackson. I think he was so exciting when he came into the league, and he still is. I mean, he's just an absolutely electric player. I think when he came into the league, he was so overhyped. He won the MVP. He was running all over everyone. His team is always pretty good because the Ravens are just a good team. And I think he got overrated. Mm -hmm. And I think now, for whatever reason, in like the last six months, I think he's become underrated. I mean, could it just been the injuries and the time he missed and the, the performance of the team? and Yeah, I think that also, though, like, he has been unhappy. And I think there's been kind of a war in the media between him, the NFL, and the Ravens. Okay. And the NFL and the Ravens have a lot more power than <laughs> Lamar Jackson does when it comes to the media. Reputation, yeah. And so I think he's been kind of slandered a bit. I think he's taken a lot of beating in on social media. I think he's taken a lot of beating in a lot of stories. And I think now people are kind of like, well, Lamar's not even that good. He's not even worth that much. And it's like, he's 26 years old, and he's a really good quarterback. Yeah. I would think it was a risk to sign him to a big, huge deal. But I would think that about uh, almost any quarterback. Right. I mean, I think it would fe- it would feel like a risk if you signed Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence to a big deal. Mm-hmm. And those guys are like young Supposed studs. to be the future, yeah. You know, and it would feel a little bit like, it would feel a little scary to do that to me. So... I do think that I would make this move in a second. You would do it? Yeah, in a second. So Kirk's gone. It's not like we can keep both, have the cake no, and eat it too, no. and no play way. the hot hand. It's like, no, he's gone. He's gone. You Kirk, trade him yeah, for Lamar something. Lamar Jackson's our guy. Lamar's your guy. God, would that be exciting, though. Oh. And we, we did talk about it a few weeks ago. It's like, just do the most exciting thing. It would be the <laughs> most exciting thing. 
I, I just, you know, a part of me would be nervous because yeah. you know we see these improvements they're making around the new coaching, the new staff, the the new defense, some improvements here and there. Um, and don't you want to just see what Kirk can do with that? Because, dude, dude won like every fucking regular season game. Like we were really yeah. good last year. Oh, Kirk is great. You know, but, blowing but I, it up, and that is blowing it up. I, Trading your QB is is blowing it up in a way. I'm assuming though that like there were definitely um, Chiefs fans who, when they were like, we're really going to move on to from Alex Smith, who keeps bringing us to the playoffs for Patrick Mahomes, mm. who's not proven. Ooh, and it's like, I like, like that. I think that that's where we're kind of at. Like fucking nice take. I think that Kirk is good. I would rank him like the tenth best quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. But I just think that there's a big difference between like the sixth best quarterback, which I think Jackson is probably somewhere around there, and Kirk at ten. I think yeah. there's a pretty big gap. Can you win a, a a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson? I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, nobody but, knows. He hasn't but done it yet. It's not like there's just like Mahomes and Allens, and and you can't even. We don't even know if you can win it with Allen. Right. <laughs> you know, it's I like seen that either. It's tough. Like winning the Super Bowl is fucking hard, and I just think like the offense. Um. I believe in KOC. I think we have a great organization. I think we have a good line. Mm-hmm. I think we have a great blocking tight end that already played with him. And True. another really good tight end who's very similar to him playing with Andrews for the last few years. Oh, yeah. But he's never played with somebody like Justin Jefferson. Right. And so I just think he brings a totally different dimension to the offense. Suddenly he's a threat to run on every play. He's a super accurate like mid, like mid, 10 to 20 yard passer. Um, which he doesn't get credit for. And so, uh, I don't know. I hope it so, happens. So, because I don't know that much about football, right, I defer to you. This I get all my takes from you on okay. the pod as we record yep. a lot. Um, it makes me a little nervous, but I, I would be very, very excited. If the Vikings do it, I want them to do it. If they don't yeah. do it, I don't want them to do it. Because <laughs> I trust them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they do it, I'm incredibly excited. If they don't or don't try to make it happen, it's like, well, they must have known something. It just, it kind of feels to me Because they're just a good org. Like, the marriage between Cousins and the Vikings is coming to an end, but not, not like an ugly ending. Yeah. I think it's just like... He knows he's going to go get paid somewhere else. Yeah, I think that Kirk has what he's been masterful at. Like, what he's been just incredible at and brave at and, like, really groundbreaking is his he was really his stand against the, the vaccinations was so brave <laughs> i thought i think <laughs> All right, go. i think that what what has been crazy about kirk is that he's bet on himself and his one over and over and over mm-hmm. he's continually ran his contracts down and then got paid more yeah and more and more this and time he, might be the first time he doesn't get paid more i think he will i think someone's gonna give him a lot of money yeah so I, even I more than we did yeah do you remember like a few years ago when we did that contract and everybody fucking hated it mm-hmm. and you were the voice of reason that was like, dude, yeah, he's the highest paid QB right now. Wait yeah. for like another three months and then there was like two more that were higher. Yeah, then other people will And now he's paid. average. Yeah, I mean, he's he's made a lot of money. He's bet on himself, but I just think, I think he doesn't want to sign a team-friendly one or two-year extension. Yep. And that's what the Vikings are willing to do. And they don't want to sign him to a long-term deal. Yeah, and they have a I don't price. Want them to. I don't either, and and they have a price that they're willing to go to, and it's not enough for him. And so I don't think either side is wrong here, right? But I think Kirk knows all I have to do is have one good year here, and someone's going to absolutely, you know, throw mm-hmm. the bank at me here, right? And the Vikings know that, and they don't want to do that. And so I think the smoke is because 
they know there's not a lot of opportunities to go get former MVPs who are 26 years old. Right. And I think that that's a reason that maybe they would do that. And then two, I think that there's also a lot of smoke with Will Levis right now. Yes. Right. Will Levis is... I did see this. Like, after a couple weeks ago, you said that this was... Will Levis is a QB that we could grab at the 23 or whatever we're at. Yeah. Um, if you and I saw a recent saw a mock draft with him there, too. So you, you were on to something ahead of time. He seems like he's falling a little bit. Yeah. So um, in the draft, I think if you would have looked at this a year ago, Will Levis was in the conversation for maybe number one overall. He did not have a good year this last year. But he did play for Kentucky. And Kentucky, for some reason, is in the SEC. So every game for them is like Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, yeah, you know Mississippi State, Texas A&M, like and they so on play and so like forth. the top four teams every week. They're just always playing someone epic, and it's just like I can see why it's difficult to look really good when you're playing at Kentucky. Now yep. he does turn the ball over a lot, which is he just throws it around or what? Yep, but okay. some he's, discipline. He's got a body like Josh Allen. He could be a runner. I don't know if he'll ever be a great runner, but he, he has ran in the past. He's got a huge, big-time arm. And I can imagine why teams would like him. And, oh, by the way, his offensive coordinator was the – or I believe his head coach was was one of the coaches who coached with um, KOC under McVay. Okay. And they ran the same offense. All right. So he ran, like, the so same offense a little bit as more. the Vikings in college. And so I just think like he because he would have he was gonna if we get him he's gonna have to start next year not this coming year but next year. Uh, I mean right? I could imagine a scenario where we don't move Kirk and he comes in for a year and sits behind Kirk. Yeah, and then Kirk's gone and then he's the starter in year. Right. Two. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, like I think year that after. could happen. Yeah, I think that might be the best strategy with him. Um, but the only problem is is like having a first round pick quarterback is so exciting to fans that it's really hard to not play them. Yeah. So it's just like Kirk's going to have a bad game. And then all the fans are going to be like, when's Levis Levis? We (laughs) want Levis. We want to get Kirk out. Fuck Kirk. You know? And like, that's the big problem. It's like having that guy on your bench is not great because then it, it puts kind of like, um, kind of like a stink on your season, I think. Yeah. And so I could see that we just, cause you just want to see what you got. You want to see him out there. And then he comes out and inevitably disappoints and is open. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's here's, how it goes. here's what I would say. I really want Lamar. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know you have to pay Option him a lot. One. I know you have to pay him a lot, but it's just like he's a 26-year-old former MVP. He is a totally different quarterback than we've ever had in Minnesota. We've never had a guy like this. What about Tarveris Jackson? He's like if Tarveris Jackson was, was like, good, was like a hundred <laughs> times better as a passer and a runner. Okay, good to know. I mean, he's like he's like fringe Mike Vick level runner, and he can throw the ball as well. And yeah. the fact of the matter is, he's never had any wide receivers. That's um, exciting, dude. He'd I, love to come here. He yeah. still gets to wear purple. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'd be perfect. This would be a match made in heaven. I think. I think I want to do it. I do yeah. too, and I know it's a lot because you'd have to give him a ton of money at quarterback, but like you'd have a good quarterback who could be there for the next eight to 10 years. Um, if all goes well. Yeah. I I'm all about that. I don't think you have enough opportunities like that. Um, and then I would say that the other thing I would want is to get a rookie quarterback, because even though it's a risk that they could be a bust, having the rookie quarterback contract is such a benefit. Mm-hmm. It means you can build up the rest of your roster. Look at the Eagles this year, right? They're paying Jalen hurts. Nothing. 
and then their whole roster gets to be loaded. Is Burrow still on a rookie? Yeah. So yeah, temporarily he's on a Is rookie. Josh deal. Allen still on a rookie? I think he signed a new deal, but he okay. has been the last couple. He years. has been. Yeah. You know, Mahomes just signed a new deal like two years he's ago. He's now getting paid. And yeah. It's like all these guys when you when you have like. The biggest mistake is missing on a rookie contract. It was like Goff when he played for the Rams. Mm -hmm. They went to the Super Bowl. They lost, but they went to the Super Bowl Bowl with Goff. The Eagles, when they had Carson Wentz, they went to the Super Bowl. It's such an advantage that teams need to take advantage of. And, like, if you don't have one of the very top QBs in the league, I think I'd rather have a cheap quarterback (laughs) who had potential. Than a Cousins? I think so. Yeah. I think Cousins is – he's good. Like dude's, I said, dude's one note as can be, man. He's good, but the problem is, is like he he's just not. He's good enough to give you hope, but he's not good enough to like deliver on to deliver on the hope. <laughs> and I think that's that's painful. And so I think that's why the Vikings and the fans seem kind of ready. And, and Vegas, why, apparently. And Vegas. I think that's why a lot there's a lot of smoke here because I think the Vikings are planning their next steps of what this franchise looks like. Love the smoke. Let's see if there's yeah. some fire. Um, how about this? Uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. uh, loves doing drugs. Yeah, loves loves doing drugs. Um, you not, know, I'm not I, really sure. I'm not really sure why the league's drug rules don't apply to him. But yeah, and then like he can openly mock the drug rules. It seems yeah. like he's like, um, yeah, I'm off just doing drugs, and then they're like, oh, that's so funny. He's such a free spirit, and I'm like. Yeah. Well, what about the, all the guys who got suspended for smoking pot? Right. Josh Gordon got like kicked out of the league. God, got his life ruined. <laughs> like I don't get it. Remember I Ricky? Yes. Ricky was the shit. I know. That guy's crazy now. I know. And you just like you get these like all these guys who have to play by one set of rules. Aaron Rodgers is different. But anyways, yeah. Who was he hanging out with on his last drug outing? So you know, you assume he's going to do ayahuasca by himself, and it's this very serious spiritual journey that he takes you know solo so he can plan his so important moves and decisions uh no last time he went to do ayahuasca he was with jake paul (laughs) jake paul was with him that's who this guy is yeah he's just that's who he is all he wants to be is like um, relevant some weird he he wants to be joe rogan more than he wants to be aaron Rodgers. i think oh i like that take yeah i think he does i think that's like his ultimate goal is and did, did you ever see his stupid tattoo he's gonna get or he got maybe yeah yeah i did <laughs> and it was like tat. i was so stupid <laughs> it's like don't ever ask him about it because he'll sit with you and tell you about it for an hour and a half and how he thought about each piece and... how great was the epstein thing on mcafee yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> They're like trying to talk sports and he's trying to talk conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pray he stays with the Packers. I know we'll lose to the Packers this year if he's there. I thought he was done deal Jets. Like, why is that? That was a week ago we were talking they about can't, this. They can't figure out the compensation. Oh, my God. So he might end up having to stay. I, I, be wouldn't so that be funny. wonderful? Be oh, so gosh. Funny. It would be the best thing that ever happened. And he just acts like the biggest bitch crybaby oh. all year. He says he's going to retire maybe. Yeah. Oh. Then he like shows up like two days late to training camp. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I don't think it could get any better. I think the only way it could get better is if he starts putting beads in his beard. Oh, that really there is a there, that is the level. That's a major level of unhinged that you can reach. <laughs> that's Jesse Ventura level. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I agree. Love that. All right, so yeah, we hate Aaron Rodgers, and I hope he stays. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, how about this uh, college football? I'm sorry, college basketball. Yeah, it's officially dead. 
Well, I went on a huge rant. I know, and, I and think, then like yeah. the games all sort of played out. Like I guess none of the teams are that good, or no what? Good. Because there's you know these big powerhouses uh, aren't really showing up. Like, what are the final four teams? Uh, the final four is going to be between uh, some fan favorites, Miami, okay, and UConn. UConn sort of yeah. big name in college UConn basketball. UConn usually makes it. They won a big before. University. Miami never has. And then um, Florida Atlantic. Never heard of them. And uh, San Diego State. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Bet, so, that, bet that's going to have great yeah. like, viewing and plus, numbers. everybody's brackets, like, the winners have already won their yeah. tournaments. Like, yeah. it's over. It's over. And so, I don't know. I do feel like, dude, the viewership must be down on these. I mean, it's not what it coming up in the weekend, right? Is it Friday or Saturday or something? I don't Whatever. know. I haven't watched any of it. I it's know. so bad. And again, like I said, there's reasons why it's dead. I know people are like, this is crazy. The games have been so competitive. It's like, sure. Why don't you watch the G League then? Because that's what this is. They're it's hella competitive. Like the worst and they G- actually have a chance to be in the NBA. Yeah. This is like, why aren't we watching the Greece League when they have their tournament at the end of the year? That's what this is. This mm-hmm. is stupid. These The guys who are good don't play in this. The people in the top five of the mock drafts, only one of them even was, is playing college basketball. Right. It's different. The game's changed. The, the game has changed, and it's because it's like it's like a lot of things in life. It's a lot of things in the world. It's been sold off to the highest bidder. Everything mm. at every step of the way has been sold off for parts. And so something as fun and pure as college basketball has been just absolutely destroyed by greed and by you know companies and by... Um, you know, everyone trying to get uh, every little piece of these players on their way up. Up, AAU has just ruined college basketball. The major AAU teams are um, run and uh, sponsored by the shoe companies. Right. The people who are working on these teams are like politicians, practically selling players to um, other college programs and things like that. Did you know that uh, De'Aaron Fox? had a pretty controversial soundbite recently and he was they were like hey uh how you liking the the ncaa tournament and he turned into full-on eric and he's like uh no i can't i can't even watch a full college basketball game it's so bad he's like there's no shot making the coaching has gotten even worse the refing is horrible it is uh no i can't watch any of that shit and and like he's getting torched and it's like well it's a legitimate take he played if anybody can say that how about a really top tier nba player that's probably somebody that could get away with saying that played in at kentucky yeah i couldn't agree more i think the tournament stinks and i know there's so many people that are rolling their eyes and being like you're just trying to like make us name guys in, in the tournament that you're excited to watch yeah everyone's like oh man this little point guard every year you know you got to really watch all of it and watch a lot of like um, of the hype about it so that you can learn about the players. Then maybe you can care. And then you start to care about one team and then they just get eliminated anyways by San Diego State. I, I think that people ultimately like people will I don't say, hate it as much as you do. So like I probably will have those games on if they're on. People you know, will but. say that they like this because they love the Cinderella story and they like the story of all of it. But I think ultimately what people like is they like a little bit of Cinderella and then they like gaston to win you know <laughs> that's what they want they want like they want they want like the big team that you're not supposed to like to play another big team you're not supposed to like because that is what we want to see we want to see the best duke it out for the title mm-hmm. in the college football playoff this year everyone was annoyed that georgia absolutely piss pounded a 
undeserving TCU team, in my opinion, that shouldn't have made it in the championship game. And it was so not competitive. I would have paid money for it to have been Ohio State versus Georgia, which was the round before and was an incredible game, mm-hmm. or um, Alabama, Georgia, or Tennessee, Georgia, or like just two of the best teams in the country fighting for the title with a bunch of future um, NFL players is what everybody wants to see. And that is not what this is. This is like a bunch of guys who will play in, uh, you know, the Polish league <laughs> and like duking it out. And they've been there for four years. And it's like, they're playing for the name on the front. And I'm like, I don't even care about the name on the front of these jerseys. <laughs> I don't care. I don't even know. Why would I care about Florida International or something, whatever it's called? F- if it's F-I- not Florida Gulf Coast University, you know I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. I think the tournament is toast, and I don't think it's going anywhere better. Now, there is a fix, okay? Yeah. So for all of you who are like, man, you're so negative, there's a fix. I could fix it. I would do the college hockey like way of, of prospects. Okay. You can be drafted in the NBA and then still maintain your eligibility, and then you can go play three one two three four years why would any nba team want that like the rookies if they believe in the rookie they want them now like you can I think you can as a rookie you can so contribute so many stories though so many stories of guys who have all the talent in the world but they are they 18 years old and they're trying to play against men too soon and then they just you know flame out of the Mark league faults or what it's tons of them there's so many guys who just even though he's actually doing a little better there in orlando just where physically no aren't the same level that they need to be well if they got to go play college basketball for three years at duke or kansas or something like that college basketball would flourish we'd have tons of future superstars playing in college basketball suddenly the teams would be deeper and better the guys would develop their games better the nba would be you know playing less just shitty teenagers who aren't ready yeah i think it's the way it's the same like in hockey like we were talking about earlier like teams are kind of like i'll stash my prospects there and let them develop physically so that when they come up here they're ready to go yeah i just think i don't know it's different sports I just think I that there's like a such young... a rush to get like who's the who's our first round pick this year? Went more. Yeah. Where's he? Uh, playing in the G League. Probably. Where's our next guy? Uh the Josh Minot? Minot. Where's he? Playing in the G League. G League. It's yeah. like wouldn't they be doing better if they were playing in college right now? They'd probably be liking it more. But <laughs> they do get a hundred thousand dollars or something to go. Great. Like give them a guaranteed hundred thousand yeah. dollars when they get drafted yeah, and you get it you upon go. like either when you go to the NBA or when you don't make it. Okay. You get your hundred K. But it's just like let these kids develop, let them play on national TV for the teams in the tournament and make the tournament actually cool again. Because I, it's I, a bunch I get, of I get it. It's a bunch the tournament has turned into a bunch of pinhead like not athletic guys who think that they're fucking Steph Curry just hucking up <laughs> bricks and running the three-man weave. It's terrible. <laughs> the shot clock's too long, too. I want... I can just... <laughs> can a few of you guys reach out this week and say, you know what? You're fucking right. This tournament's been garbage. I don't know. That's I bet a big I, ask. No, I'm going to get the opposite. You're going to get the opposite. I'm going to get a bunch of the opposite. No, you're crabby. Yep. Okay. Um, All right, what's up? What's next? How about this? NBA. Oh, I love it. My favorite. Timberwolves. Woo! Huge win. Three wins in a row. Huge This win last one was massive. On the road against the team directly in front of us, the Warriors. The Warriors. 
the defending champs. A healthy Warriors team. A mostly healthy Warriors team, because we did realize well, that Anthony... Uh, well, Wiggins, yeah, so maybe we should just talk about this quick. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins. But, yeah, this, a lot of people have been talking about this. I'm kind of surprised you haven't heard more about it. Um, Wiggins is not hurt, but he's been out since after the All-Star break. That was in February, with no timeline to return. And the team is very much just protecting his privacy, right? Which I get, um, but it's, you know, he's out just listed for personal reasons with no timetable to return. Do, do you think that he or the organization owes their fans an explanation or not? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah, I think So you think that, that think like, that if he's fair. really going through something, yeah. he should not have to address it or come up with some publicist thing and he can just deal with it later i think that like there are just things in life that it's impossible to tell someone how they should feel so say andrew wiggins mom is dying right now or something Mm -hmm. and he just is like i can't even think about basketball i'm so upset yeah i get it if he comes out and they say that everyone will be like my fucking mom died and i watched the game that night you know (laughs) and just like everyone will just do some bullshit and just come for this guy's life and i don't really think that people deserve that so yeah I think they owe an explanation at some point. Okay. But I don't think it has to be right now. I think that they should try to... I think that they are pressing on as if he will not join them for the rest of the season or the playoffs, which is is crazy. Um, You know, there was a time when Wiggins was here, and it was coming down to the end of the season. Yep. And he was our number two guy at that time. It was Towns and him, and we really relied on him. And he... um, yeah, he his I think his grandma died and he took two weeks off or whatever. And I know the fan base here, including myself, was like was you know, was he raised by his grandma? No. Okay, what the fuck is going on here? Does he just want time off? And you start to get these negative thoughts, and it's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair, but um I wonder I just you gotta wonder what the situation is. And I personally don't think he owes anybody anything. Fuck him, especially because it's not my team and it's it's almost funny to me that the Warriors fans are freaking out so much. Yeah. Um, but that is what's going on. But otherwise, they did have Steph. They had uh, Clay and Draymond and, and everybody else. So, so we got Jordan Poole, who I is maybe not as good as I was <laughs> thought he was earlier in the season. I think this was a huge win. I think this was Massive. this was the actually the biggest win of the year so far. Oh, absolutely. Backs yeah. were kind of against the wall. Um, losing this game would have made it difficult to not be in the playing game. Yeah, because I mean, we were essentially we were tied with with the Warriors, yeah, uh, thirty seven thirty seven or something. So no, they're they are still one game ahead of us. Okay, so I think they were thirty nine and thirty six, and we were thirty seven and thirty seven. Yeah, so we are now right. are one game behind them. Okay, and so I think it's something like and that. And then the but, Lakers lost too. Yeah, so that's good because they're right behind us. We really needed this one, and what was so crazy is that the star players of this game kind of all canceled each other out. <laughs> I thought overall Steph struggled, Clay struggled, Draymond struggled, Town struggled, Edward struggled, Jaden McDaniel struggled. Yeah. And it was kind of like the next group of guys. You know, Rudy played all right, Connolly played decent. Um uh Nas Reed was awesome. Yep. He was completely dominant for Nas stretches. Nas Reed was sick. Sounds like Nas Reed uh eats the Warriors alive every time we play them. I feel like that, yeah. It's like it's like one of the teams he just has their number at this point. Yeah, the dude, uh, he can shoot, man. Like, if he starts getting open for threes, watch out. Yeah, so, I mean, that was exciting to see. Huge um, win. Towns was super 
bad for most of this game. He, <laughs> yeah, right. he really struggled in this game. He wasn't doing much of anything. Uh, he turned the ball over. He wasn't rebounding. He wasn't creating assists. He was shooting just terribly. Yeah. I think on the game, he had 13 points on 15 shots, which is really, really yeah, bad. Coming up, he was, I think he was three for 15. <laughs> Usually, if somebody shoots like that, you don't even win the game. No. Just because you have so many turnovers off that. But I suppose Rudy got a couple of those. And But he literally... God hits two clutch threes down the stretch one with about two minutes to go and then one with like 10 seconds yeah which was nuts i mean that that 10 seconds one was kyle anderson was very, very steals cool. the ball kyle. from draymond i love kyle anderson and fuck draymond so that was draymond. perfect ending steals it from him brings it down gets an assist on an absolute clutch three by towns i i mean i it's a fun team i know and it's just like we deserve better yeah um it's not i'm not saying it's all their fault like there's luck that goes into seasons as well. We deserve better, but this is better than what we've gotten. Yeah, it Even is. Even just a 500 team that beats good teams on the road. Yeah. You know, nobody beats the Warriors there. They have won like eight straight, and yeah. they have a great home record. So I, I don't know. Something about the team right now is they're all feeling like we actually do have to win. You guys, we have to find a way. We have to try. Yeah. And they found a way last night because it wasn't the normal way. <laughs> the game was weird. It was a super weird game. Yeah. And then the other thing is, is just the West is bad. Like, yeah. It just is. The West sucks. Yeah. The if best we team the, in the league is is the Bucks, right? And like yeah. some of these teams are good, but the yeah. East has the Bucks. It has the the Celtics. It has the Sixers. Mm-hmm. It has just, you know. We got the Nuggets who are okay. The yeah. Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Clippers, the... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're just they're it's it's been a disappointment and it continues to be. And so I just kind of think like, you know what? I would not be shocked if we went in and caused a ruckus in the playoffs a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say that if Towns can figure out how to play with the whole roster, we haven't really done that yet and it looked okay that that first game back that last Wednesday win. Uh everybody was playing pretty well together and did not play that night. Um, and then Cat and Ant come back, and then they neither of them can really figure it out. So if they can either figure it out or, like, Finch can come up with, like, a really awesome rotation where, like, the two of them are either on the floor together or at least one of them is all the time, it could be it could be awesome. Like, you know, we've won three in a row. Um, usually what happens at this time is that we lose three in a row because we got to stay around 500. You know how we are. But I don't know. We're Maybe we're heating up at the right time. So I'm going to allow myself to believe and to get excited about that so we did get a great finch stat this week we did i believe he's now 198 okay all time because i believe he was 99 and 98 going into this game so he is 198 hopefully he never looks back again right um what did we learn about finch this week this was funny because it hit social media. You, they got to do it as a franchise, right? Mm-hmm. If you if a coach comes in and has now won the second most all time wins as a coach, um, then they should be celebrated. But he's a five hundred coach, and who he's had, been who here for two years. Who hadn't even had a hundred wins yet? Yeah, like that's insane. I mean, that tells you that's the whole history of the team mm-hmm. in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. That, oh, my God, we can't keep a coach here for more than a couple years because they were so bad you had to fire him. Um, even, and then you think of, like, oh, we had Flip. Well, Flip is the 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 number one here. Yeah. And Flip was better without us. 
Yeah, he right. He was better when he was in Detroit. I know. Yeah, and and then you got uh, Adelman, who I guess is third, but Ugh. shit, he was the. I mean, he was a pretty good coach that was in charge of really bad teams. Adelman I mean, was here had... when they were like, "What if we had an all white team?" Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let Alexi Shved just to make sure let's, they're all white. Let's put him yeah, in. There. They're like Alexi Shved, Ricky Rubio, Andre Kirilenko, uh, Kevin Love, and Nikola Pekovic. <laughs> <laughs> was their lineup i know what were they doing we didn't win games that was a problem like that was intentional you think just I, to, just to there's like, no fucking way in the nba you go and search for these people you and we have, had at that time we had luke ridenauer we had jj berea he's not white technically because his name is jose juan but, no fucking I mean, way that you could possibly have <laughs> an entire lineup of white guys in the nba and it's not intentional yeah there's no way there's no way it just happens right it felt it very very weird to, and it was like, one of our worst seasons ever so yeah. That you know, at that time I was like, dude, let's just get some black dudes in here, please. It was it and was it's rough. been better ever since. It's been better ever since. That was a terrible season. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it was embarrassing that they did that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was not even a likable team. I mean, yep. I'm happy about it. I just think like the problem with the Wolves is they've um they have been cheap about coaches. Mm-hmm. Remember when they had Ryan Saunders for a while? That was bad. Oh my that was not defendable. No. That guy was like, where's he working now? I think he's an assistant somewhere, which is a gift. That's for his dad, too. <laughs> that you was like I mean? someone was like, hey, I was friends with your dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what uh, that's what our owner did. Glenn Taylor was like, hey, your dad's a legend here. We're going to give you a shot, you know, which was great. But he was not ready. I mean, I've never seen somebody look more nervous on TV than I did. Ryan Saunders did at all times. Whenever we fucking goof on people, though, it always comes back to haunt us. Why do you say that? Like last week, we were goofing on Jaden McDaniels and his outfits and his lack of talking. Yeah. And we took some heat for that. Yeah, we did. And then some, I, yeah, Mark, a, a friend and listener of the pod, like, like sent me a screenshot. He knows everything about fashion and, and streetwear and all the clothes that he was like listed out every piece he was wearing i was like he still just looks like he's in a black hoodie and his head's down <laughs> all i know is that um i don't want to say anything bad about ryan saunders because he's currently an assistant in denver oh that's cool oh so shit. he's on a good team so yeah. maybe he's doing better than i think but good good yeah and I, we want him to do well like, we don't want him to have some shitty career yeah but it was just frustrating as fans he of the was Wolves so the not ready for that job he was so scared <laughs> he was so not it was way beyond where he was at in his career his ticks were just like out of control during that time <laughs> he was just so scared all the times all right so in but other we news we are an anti-kyrie podcast clearly and kyrie has been killing dallas um killing the vibes they keep losing every night they have slipped from i think they were five seed or six seed when he came to out of the 11 right now i think they're 11 or 12 now. 11 or 12 and the worst part about it is that lucas pissed and if lucas you're unhappy lucas t- 10 times the player that Kyrie is even though people think somehow that Kyrie is still you know, a very, very good player. It's just his attitude. He's not that good either. He's like, he has amazing flashes of cool passes and great ball work and getting to the hoop. But overall, he's not like bringing, you know, even if he played every night and he never said any horrible fucking sound bites, <laughs> you know, about the f- world is flat or like, you know, Jews run the media or whatever the fuck he's yeah, always he's saying. He's saying some dumb shit. Um, he still would be, you know, he'd be pretty good. So he, it ain't yeah. going well there. 
he's just yeah he he's ruining every team he's on now yeah and at this point i just don't, i don't know how many more job opportunities this guy needs to get so he's done there i assume that he'll be done there he's done so where does he go i i saw a talking head i don't know where he was on he um, goes to the he goes to the lakers you think well that's the thing like do the lakers just pick him up and try to be like hey this culture he has to play hard here and i no he just they just like they don't he's care. friends with LeBron, and no one else wants to play with him. And LeBron can't get anyone to come here because they don't have any cap space or draft picks. Yeah. So Kyrie will sign there, and it will be a shit show. You think he really will? He's Yeah, I do. Well, I just don't know. Yeah, because if it's not them, who is it going to be? I mean, who would pay him a lot of money to, to wreck team, their team? It has to be a team who either has no fans so the or thinks Hornets, they're close. The or... Hornets are like a team that could, but... That'd be so He funny. wouldn't go there. He wouldn't go, go back to the Cavs. But the Cavs are good now. They don't need them. Cavs don't want them. Yeah. They're making no the playoffs. I, the, I don't know. They're going to make the playoffs this year for the first time since Kyrie was there. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know who would even go for him. I mean, I, the only teams that make sense to me are like the Lakers, probably the Clippers. So we can trade we can get him for the same cost and we just trade Noel straight up. Yeah, I would do it. I mean, I'd I would. Do it too. I would do that. I'd do it too. But I probably wouldn't trade Connolly for him because you could cut him quickly because yeah. it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't trade Connolly for him, even though he's more talented than Connolly by a lot. But Connolly is just dude. like he's running the team, man. Yeah. Solid as hell. Shows up every night. Yeah, Connelly's it's been a bro. it's been crazy. I like Connolly's game a lot lately. Uh, he's getting a little free with shooting, and he's 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 making them. So. He's just a pro. He's just like a good pro at this point, like a yeah. good starter. He's not a superstar like he was, but that doesn't matter. He's still really Kyrie. Good. So yeah, exactly. And he's not going to burn the whole team down with him. So I just, I mean, you know, we were a little nervous, like him coming from the east to the west. Like, okay, what if the Mavs are just fucking dominant now and makes it even more, you know, unlikely that we're going to make a, a move in the playoffs? And it's been the opposite, and so we're happy with that. Yeah, we are happy with that. Yep. All right, well, that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Uh, tune in later this week. We've got some real hot wrecks in our screencast. Um, we are watching uh, Wedding Crashers in yes, our rewatch. Yes, Which is going to be really fun to talk, to talk about. about. Uh, we got lots of shows and things that you guys need to be watching and news. So until next time, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies Podcast.